Hey, there we go. All right. Hello and welcome to Pals Pulls. I am Sean, your host. I'm joined this week. We're, we're missing Marco, but that's okay. Uh, I am joined by Tyler. Hello, I'm not Jeff Johns. Sorry. And Kale. What's up, hot dogs? I am also not Jeff Johns. As it turns out, I'm not Jeff Johns either. Uh, but oh, you almost fooled me. <laughs> I know we have a striking resemblance. <laughs> if you missed our interview with Jeff Johns, you should go watch it. A lot of people have chosen to do so. We're still riding pretty high off of that. It's been uh, it's been quite a week. We'll talk more about that on the main show. Uh, this is where we review the week's comics. Uh, we like to call this show Pals Pulls. Do this every single week, normally on Thursdays. Today we are doing it on Wednesday because we have a huge week coming up uh, with New York Comic Con. We will be in Artist Alley every day from open to close pretty much. Um, so if you see us, come say hi. We'll have interviews coming from there. Our social media pages will have a whole bunch of content all week. We'll be posting snippets of interviews with creators, pictures of cosplay, us getting up to shenanigans, all that kind of stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. So go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you want to keep up with us. Sean, you ready? Some for of it? us will be there. Oh. I was uh, actually, t- Kale, I was tempted just to get like a small little frame of you and uh, just put your picture in it. Like I have this apocalypse, apocalypse sketch, yeah. just like something small <laughs> like that. Just a little. Yeah. Should do like a um um a traveling stick man or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, Brody Marshall, hello, thanks for watching. Says, would you be surprised if Avengers Life Story was announced at Comic Con? I wouldn't be surprised, but I think that's oh, a great I like, idea. I like that idea, mm. Brody. Yeah. Who do you want? Who, who do you want to write that? You, you want a Chip on that? You want a Mark Russell on that, or you want a, a new guy on that one? I like that idea though. Chip did Spider Man. Who did Fantastic Four? Mark Russell. Russell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. I, want, I think I'd want Busick. I think Ooh. he would nail that down. Oh, okay, Kale. What are you, a Busick fan or something? Yeah. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Um, also, if you want to watch this show live, we are live every single Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash the comics pals make sure you guys leave us a follow uh if you choose to watch us live saturdays typically at 10 a.m eastern this saturday though we will not be doing the main show we'll be doing it on sunday at six or seven we're still not sure um p.m eastern on sunday we'll be talking to you guys about all of our experiences at new york comic-con um and uh the week's news you know all the stuff that comes out of out of the event Stuff that happens this week, we'll be covering all of that um, when we go live on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I mean, Matt, we had to. We didn't pick it. It wasn't <laughs> chosen by us. It was chosen by the listeners. We have no uh, we have to be. Uh, we have some integrity we need to keep. What's right. the three eyes there? Do you know the three eyes? I'll get rid of them. The integrity, intelligence, and intensity. There we go. Yeah, I believe it's intensity, integrity, intelligence. But yeah. Um, youtube.com slash the comics pals subscribe for free like the video share it with your friends all that's free to do and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you I right now am staring at our subscriber number and it is at 665 and I have been waiting 
one more. For that one more, because I want to take a picture of it. I'm excited. Um, and thank you to everybody who has chosen to follow us uh, over the last week. It's been really cool. Welcome, if you're new. Thank you for joining. Our Blackest Night book club is out now. So go give that a listen. If you're still thinking about Jeff Johns, we did a book club on one of his uh, greatest events ever. So give that a listen. Now, let's talk about the books we're, we're, we're reviewing this week. Uh, we've got Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, number five. So we are rocketing towards a conclusion. Well, that's a cover. Yeah. Yeah, Sean. Is that, was that a choice? This was a okay. choice, yes. Um, I, always, I was not... Not yeah, one forced upon you. I always pegged you as like an A cover event guy. You know what I mean? Like I very much I am. Yeah. I very much am. But uh, the A cover, I don't feel like they had it. Oh, so then it wasn't your choice. That's right. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think they had it. Because <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have chosen this over the A. So. Sure. Yeah. I'm the same way with event books. I'm always getting the A cover. And like, yeah. I have some runs. What was it? It's House of X, uh, where I have like a B or a C. I actually have a special variant. I have the Cyclops one, the Mark Cyclops one, hmm. which looks nice. But like the OCD in me is like, oh, fuck. You know, uh, I'm going to admit something right now. When it comes to events, if I really like the B cover or, or the C or whatever, I'll buy two. Hey. I buy the A for sure, and then I might double dip. If it's Kale, good, you, I mean. Kale, do you know what uh, what covers the Fonz picks up, Kel? Is it the A? <laughs> Unreal. Thank you. Thank you. Unreal. Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt, technically it was two listeners. Believe me, um, we would have chosen differently. Uh, <laughs> Gotham City Year One, Issue One. Everybody's excited about that. Uh, the listener pick this week, the most controversial listener pick yet. If you're on our Discord server, which you really should join, uh, you'll have seen some of this unfold. Um, we are reading Dark Crisis, the Deadly Green, number one. Uh, sure yep. And sure did, uh, I guess. And Spider Man, or Spider Man, number one. Why is this called Spider Man, number one? Why isn't it called Spider? Like, what, what do you mean? What do you want? Spider Man, isn't it, it? I mean, it's Chapter One of the Spider Verse event, right? So, is this going to no. be an ongoing? This, yeah, yeah. This is a new ongoing, I believe. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, I just yeah, was. We'll we'll talk about it, but I was just thing. confused by hmm. that whole thing. It's like it, it's it's the first issue of an event. But it's the first issue of the book. It's just a lot. Uh, also, I wanted to say, I before we review a single comic book, my pick of the week this week is not any of the books that we read. Oh. It is Junkyard Joe, number one. Uh, we spoke to Jeff. We had a great conversation with Jeff Johns. We read this book a long time ago, but it's finally out. It's absolutely amazing. I Speaking of double dipping... I double dipped go. on Junkyard Joe. I grabbed the black Ooh. and white edition. The proceeds go to two great charities across the United States and the United Kingdom. So I picked up both. They're phenomenal. Um, go go buy it. It's good stuff. All right. Let's 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 jump into our first review of the night. We've got Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number five. This is Joshua Williamson 
doing the writing duties here. Daniel Samper on art. Alejandro Sanchez did the colors. And, of course, Tom Napolitano on the letters. Um, so this event, I feel like, has been great throughout. I have been high on it on this podcast. Um, I think with this issue, so so this issue sees the heroes of Earth kind of unite once again, deciding we're going to go out in our swords and we're going to take on Deathstroke and, you know, come what may. Meanwhile, the Justice League that died, allegedly, have all woken up from their, you know, their perfect worlds, their the, the dreams they've been having on their perfect worlds, and they're ready to take on Pariah. That's pretty much what happens in this issue. And I got to say, I, I'm a little cooler on this than I have been. I didn't, I didn't love this issue. I liked it a lot, but I didn't quite love it. Um, it's, it's kind of funny because I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, I'm, more, I'm warming up to it now. We, we've been yeah. literally opposites on this whole series. I think. Yeah. For me, it was like, oh, I feel like stuff's actually happening now. Thing, uh, stories are intertwining a bit. Um, the, the, like for me, this, this, this whole event really has just been like a Sampere kind of uh, uh tour de force mm. for me, i'm like oh i i understand why this guy got the book this guy's freaking good um even though stuff is happening in this like we finally get you know the justice league kind of back on the back on the uh the chessboard as as, as players again um it is a bit you know wibbly wobbly timey-wimey a bit with the multiverse it's like uh none of this really means anything yeah, I kind of had trouble following what was happening with them. In uh, okay. the Justice League, in, specifically. Yeah, with the Justice League specifically. I mean the the uh, the Titan stuff and everybody being a Titan is pretty straightforward. But like with whatever happens to Tom Welling, Superman here, like I didn't uh, I didn't get it. Why is he stars? Why is he? Oh, like why did he? Yeah, that's like I'm. I, first of all, I'm referring to that as Infinite Superman. That's that's what I'm. That's the language I'm choosing to use for this it's guy. Just Captain Universe. Captain Universe Superman. Yeah. Uh, why did that happen? Because Superman's really upset. He's tapped into the power of this world that was created out of his energy, and he is going to use that to, you know, put an S in Pariah's ass. That's what's going to happen here. Mm. Um, but they don't explain it beyond that. There's no real explanation to it. It just kind of is what it is, which is weird. But uh, he, he gets chumped out too, pretty quick, right? Like, does he? Um, Oh no, we don't see what happens. Okay. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, quite... no, there's just a big old. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's right. kind of one of my issues with this book. It's like there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens, but like substance, uh, not really there. You know what I mean? <laughs> in in this DC comic, no, no, no. It it just feels a little um lifeless, which is weird because you have so many big characters, even like. The you know the stuff like that Marco liked, and I think the stuff you liked, Sean, um, in uh, the previous issues were the, were the quiet moments and the, the moments yeah. where you know the characters got the shine. 
outside of like the big Titans assemble or, or what, what is the what's the, the battle cry? Did I get that right? I, it, well, it should be Titans together. Okay. But the one in this book is like we're all Titans or we're, we're the Titans. Tit- Someone does say Titans together, actually. Beast Boy says it. Oh, okay. Who honestly looks kind of cool with an eye patch, even though his tiger form doesn't have one. He he has an eye patch. Oh, yeah, he has an eye patch and then it goes away when he becomes the tiger. Yeah. That was pretty sick. Uh Swampy Nihilist just here to say, haha, kale, hashtag keep it swampy. All right. Well, if you're gonna troll us, the least you could do is follow. Um anyway. We can leave that there. Fair enough. Um yeah, like I, I agree with that, Tyler. The book doesn't have as many quiet moments. I really like the Titan stuff. I thought that that was good. I was gearing up to really like the um, the Superman scene, but it just didn't it didn't hang enough. Like I was waiting for him to say something that you know really caught me or something of that nature, but it didn't quite happen. Um, if you read the tie-in, the Worlds Without a Justice League Superman, then hopefully this scene has a little bit more resonance for you because we know what he's losing. We know that in that world. He gets to um, borderline retire. I mean, there's never a retirement, but like John becomes, or at least I interpreted it as John becomes like the Superman. Um, and the way that, you know, Ma and Pa Kent watched Clark go off and, you know, be that person, Clark and Lois kind of watch John go off and do that. And he's happy. Um, and we know that he's giving that up to go and be who he needs to be. And that's supposed to feel like something. But I think because we didn't see that in this comic book, it loses a bit of that resonance, even as someone who read that the tie-in. Well, even Superman kind of like erases that. He's like, it's not real, you know? Right. So if it's not real, then what are the stakes? Like what, like, mm. and I think that's my main core issue with this whole series. It's like the stakes are uh, confusing. <laughs> Like what's what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? The multiversity uh, splash page uh, that has been reused multiple multiple times. Um, <laughs> it gets rewritten it's, and it's not. Now it's all useless. black. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, other than other than just being like nuts, hmm. Pariah is doing this because he wants his world back. I Do I really see- wish there was more gas to that fire, like. That's his only his only thing anywhere. And that's I mean that's what happened in Infinite Crisis too. That's what Superboy Prime. Right. That's what his whole deal was. Right. It just doesn't feel interesting enough. Um and I you know one thing I will say I'm glad I read Swamp Thing before this because when they ran in with that big ass machine I was just like, "Oh right. Okay, that was from that." Otherwise, I would have been clue- clueless. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, mean, I read that. A... I read that after, and I went, well, "I could have could have stuck with what I already knew." That editor's note did enough for me. Fair. Yeah. yeah. I have thoughts about that book coming up. So. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Samper art is phenomenal here as yeah. ever. Really he great. Drew, uh, he th- he drew in a crazy quilt at one point. I was like, "All right, yeah, let's go." Yeah. For it. yeah. Well, that's right that's up that... your alley, dude. Yeah. Which sucks, because <laughs> like this, like in my 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 animal brain, 
Uh, I do love a good, you know, group of heroes fighting against a group of, of villains, you know, like just dumb stuff like that. Mm. But like, that's kind of all this is. And like, no offense to Deathstroke. He, he does not read big bag to me, you know, like I know it's random. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after all the, the stuff in the past couple of years where he's kind of an anti-hero, really. Mm. Um, it seems uh, well, a little derivative like of, it, of what the character it is. makes it makes sense as like he's the Titans antagonist. Sure. But that's it. If he had something at play, like if they had really built up like man, Deathstroke has turned a leaf. He's kind of a good guy. He's got this daughter um that he really cares about and stuff's going better and then this happens and part of it is like maybe they don't want to hurt him because he has become be- a better man or his daughter's at risk all of that could have made this a lot more interesting but a death stroke who's just being mind controlled and no one everybody's just like yeah he's doing death stroke stuff because he's a bad guy like there's no oomph there there's no emotional weight to it and i think this issue highlighted that fault in the story. Um, not that I, not that the, the prior issues aren't good, at least to me, but I think that I, I just don't want this to go out on a whimper because it ultimately has to be, all right, let's punch each other until one of us can't punch anymore. And the thing with that too is like the last page is this splash of every absolutely massive threat that any superhero has ever fought right you've got the specter being controlled in the you know in the background in doomsday necron standing right behind necron is right there dark side is right there but leading the uh, the charge is uh slade wilson is that the the nuclear man the atomic man the the superman villain on the left there i i don't know if i've ever seen that guy but also, like, there, there's that one bit in it where, like, Deathstroke's, like, he talks to Ravager, and he's like, all right, I need you to kill Nightwing, which is like, okay, there could be some emotion there. And then we don't get a follow-up. <laughs> like, we never see Ravager again. Um, and I don't I'm see give, how you yeah. fit that in. And the next issue, when you have him happen to go up against these big, big bads instead. Um, I want to give the, the book the benefit of the doubt that that will be an emotional hook and that maybe Nightwing will be killed and somehow he'll resurrect and have the power to end this war, something like that. You're, you're telling me they're going to kill Nightwing off after Didio's gone? I, but I think like, he'll be resurrected. Like I think, okay, I think right, in yeah. like he'll immediately come back because we we already saw the the brightest day esque promotional material for Dawn of DCU. Yeah, and we saw Nightwing almost looking like Superman does here. Uh, I feel like there will oh, be some I kind did. of uh, you know. I must have missed the missed the boat on that. You didn't. Oh, you did. Yeah, you weren't on the show that week. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If I'm on the show that week, I ain't I ain't paying attention. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh I'm gonna pull. I, I still think this series is strong. Um I'm a little bit confused. I think the, the usage of the great darkness has been a bust. Like flat out. I just don't think that that has really amounted to anything, especially for something that has importance to people. Um, not a lot of people, but Swamp Thing fans certainly. Um, all three of them. I, yeah, uh, and well, it's, and it's an old Legion of Dark uh, Legion of uh, Superheroes storyline too. Right. So I'm I'm not 
I was thinking about it. I was as I was. I had to catch up three to five, and uh, I was racking my brain trying to figure out what that was. And in the Legion, it's Dark Side, which he's already in this. So yeah. right, and that's the and that's the the weird part is that in Swamp Thing, it's on just an entity that has no no good or evil intention. In Legion, it's Darkseid. Here, it's an entity that's been corrupted by humanity that Pariah's controlling, but how? Yeah. We'll like they... Sorry? We'll talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh, pull. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's finish the event. I'm not going to pull. No, I'm out. Oh, well, I'm not out. I'll probably be reading, reading it for the show, but like... You would um, be out. I would be out, which is saying something because, again event OCD. Didn't you just say you liked this one? I liked it more. Okay. But I was out last last time too. So mm. wasn't enough were, to bring well, me back yet. You were out on uh on AXE. Uh I'm out on both. Shit, I don't think I like events anymore. Fuck. No 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 hold on hold on hold on. I can't let you say that. You don't like events that aren't high quality. If yeah, the like if the event's anymore. high quality <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to rack my brain for like the 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 most recent like high quality event. Um, Ten of Swords. For me, it, for me, it might be this. <laughs> I think it might be Heroes in Crisis. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, I would say, unless you count House of X, which I don't personally as an event, it would mm. be Secret Wars. Which you go, you're going back what seven years at this point? Yeah, that's so far. Yeah. That's that. In my opinion, man. Yeah. So Sean probably, Bartley yeah, essentially right. saying, essentially saying, uh, since Secret Wars events are a gimmick. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's right. It, it's weird how it changed, but the way they approach events is, I think from a from a build up perspective, these events have been uh, uh, handled okay, um, but from an execution standpoint, they very much feel like. You know, just gimmicks, stuff to do. Um, speaking of gimmicks, let's talk about Gotham City Year One, Issue One. <laughs> I call it a gimmick because using that Year One tag at this point doesn't really have any value. Like, there's a Riddler Year One coming out that's not even based in the comics; it's based in the film verse. The 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 Batman. Oh yeah, isn't Paul Dano writing that one or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that's how he's going to get his start in uh, in scripting. He's going to use comics as a platform. Um, I think he's written other things. Has he? I think so. Oh, okay. I have no, no proof him. of that. I just feel I've got a gut feeling. Uh, so <laughs> he this... looks like he's written other. Yeah, things. yeah, exactly. He looks like a guy who's written something. <laughs> I, I I have no proof he has, and I was just spitballing, quite frankly. But uh, this is written by Tom King with pencils by Phil Hester, inks by Eric Ga- Gapster. Can't say I've seen uh, that name before. Um, hmm. Uh, Jordy Belair on colors and letters by Clayton Cowles. This tells the story of Slam Bradley. Great name. Who, yeah. Who is, I would say he is a uh, a cult favorite. Is that fair to say? Slam Bradley. Deep, deep cut. It's a deep cut. Yeah. 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 Uh, investigating one of the earliest mysteries in the history of the Waynes. And sorry, I thought you said the Wayans. I'm like, what are the Wayne bro- Wayne's brothers happen? What happened here? 
I think I'd like this man? comic book more if it did feature the the Wayans and Blank Man. That oh, would be dude, awesome. Blank Man, fantastic. Movie. One of the best superheroes that's uh, not owned by Marvel or DC. Uh, as you can tell, I was not tremendously high on this. Hmm. Um, I thought I would care more about the adventures of Slam Bradley, but I'm a little bit bored, quite frankly, of the whole. Here's this thing about the Waynes you never knew that's going to blow your mind. Yeah. It doesn't blow my mind. Bat- There's a dude who dresses up as a bat and beats up people. That blows my mind. That's- somehow somehow that's not the weirdest part. Right. Like that, it, that, that's supposed to be the thing that's the wildest, right? Yeah. And like I don't care about these other like, oh, my God, they kidnapped your kid. Wow. That sucks. Wow. Sean just saying, fuck them kids. <laughs> because guess what? The Joker poisons people every day. One, one smiley faces. It's rough stuff. One kid? I don't know. I don't I don't mean to be so negative because the, <laughs> the craft is good, but I just on concept, I'm not I don't care. Uh, well, there's a trick I found to okay. enjoying this. Um, I just viewed it as a noir, like a noir crime book. That's that's when I was like, all right, these these are Waynes. I don't even I don't even know who these Waynes are. Uh, and then I started overthinking it. And I'm like, when is this set? Because what are these Bruce's great great grandparents? Great grandparents? They're not his grandparents. And Whatever like, oh. they are. I'm like, oh, timeline wise, that doesn't make sense. So I was like, fuck it. I don't need to remember all that Batman shit. I'm just gonna take this as a a noir crime book. Which honestly, in terms of my favorite comics might be my favorite genre of comic just when i look back at like all right what are my what are some of my favorite books and i think of like criminal i think of like killer be killed and now i'm just gonna keep naming brubaker books um but like this is kind of my jam and then you got phil phil hester on art like the bones here are are good um and then as i tried it and i and successfully forgot all the batman stuff forgot this was a gotham book and i just took it as Mm -hmm. like a good noir book um, mm-hmm. Hell, I even got a fucking Roger Rabbit shirt on, like a noir detective book. Uh, Batman shows up at the end, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. How did you How did you do that with Harvey Bullock standing next to uh, Slam Bradley the whole it, time? It hurts somehow. Because, uh, I was like, that doesn't line up timeline wise either. All right, I'm gonna forget that too. Uh, I can compartmentalize because of therapy. Oh, it must but be nice. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't like I I was really looking forward to this, but there's not a ton here. You know, and it's it's the first issue, it's the first, you know, we get the case. But uh, we we don't even get anything about our detective, you know. Um uh these Wayne's are different from the ones we know, but they look like the ones we know. So, I don't know. I wanted it to be a little more uh, Charles Lindbergh kidnapping. Mm, the Lindbergh baby. Yeah. Um, and, and it very well could be that. But I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't hit me the way I wanted it to. And, and I, I think it probably will end up better in the long term. I think Tom King stuff usually does unless you're heroes in crisis but uh, yeah this just wasn't good enough this wasn't good enough for me 
and let's let's talk about that. So, you know, you come in expecting a crime story. We definitely get that. I sort of like the opening where it's like, okay, hey, this woman, you know, this black woman, and and that and and you know that gets into the whole race of 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 the book and and all the controversy coming into this book where it's like, oh, there's going to be some language, some offensive language. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the words "colored" and "negro." Were the, were the words that were so offensive, just in case you were worried about how bad it was going to be. Um, really not Alfred anything. Said those words. Sorry? So I can't believe Alfred said those words. I would have never, you know, pegged him. <laughs> <laughs> um, really not anything. But, you know, the, the, way, the way it opens where it's like, okay, here's the mystery. Two pages in, you know, we know what the mystery is. Okay, nice. Um, or we know that there is a mystery, I should say. Not not exactly what it is. All right, nice. Mm. Send Slam Bradley on a journey. He's got this letter. Got to deliver it to the Waynes. And then he gets beat down. And I was like, oh, man, I feel like I've seen this 50 million times. You know, and then, like, the Waynes are jerks. I've seen that 50 million times. Every, every like, out-of-continuity Batman story <laughs> wants to portray the Waynes as jerks. I don't get it. Yeah. What is it with that? I thought they were supposed to be a good people. I mean, they can't. These aren't our. Rich. These aren't our Waynes, though. Right, but I thought I always thought it, it's only the last decade of comics that's taught me that they suck. I thought the lineage of the Waynes was that they were a good force in Gotham. That's what I always thought, and it's like every media now wants to show them sucking. I'm kind of tired of it, especially so since like, every generation of the Waynes is like a stand-in for Bruce's parents. Like, yeah. they, they look the same. I don't get it. Let me tell you just a little something about the, the top 1%, Sean. Yeah, they uh, suck. <laughs> yeah, they all suck. Yeah. In fact, this should have – Batman should suck. But I think it's – I don't want to – we don't have to – Yeah, no, no. We can get into it and I won't um, get into it, but. That's true. How many, how many rich people do you know about that? run around in a uh, a bat costume i wish i knew any that'd be awesome then the problem propaganda machine is working you're right <laughs> i love batman I, I i love bruce wayne but um yeah so they've they've kidnapped the child of these two ancestors of bruce uh helena wayne and slam bradley's got to get this kid back that's that's the book there's nothing wrong with that premise. It's all that's that's a fine premise. I just feel like this issue was so much set up and didn't do enough to establish Slam Bradley. Like I don't not, like I don't inherently care about him, you know. I don't know him. So why why should I care? He's every crime uh main character ever, every like, you know, mystery main character ever. What's special about this guy? I think about like the good Asian same sort of thing like hey here's this pi here's this guy who's going to investigate something but that guy was interesting and to me this guy wasn't exactly compelling so it was tough for me to get through this one yeah the most compelling thing about him is that he will take a beating and pick up his pipe again <laughs> and why you know like Show me that he'll do that, but why does he do that? What makes him have to do this? His name is Slam. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, is he just take a hit? 
is he is he angry with himself for something? Did, did he do something wrong? I I think maybe they were setting the seeds for that with the with him as a cop uh, on the beat and maybe what he did to black people, um, but we don't know yet. So this one might be one of those where it's hard to judge it in a vacuum fairly. Maybe I'll like it more in trade, but I find that I don't really care too much for Tom's uh, Gotham stories at this point. Whoever called uh, Harvey Bullock as the guy to say the uh, the uh, warning warned uh, offensive language uh, right on the nose. So good call on that one. <laughs> right, like even those those like, hey, there's a bat symbol here. Uh, that I didn't like. Uh, he's the original Batman. Uh? Yeah. No. No. School doesn't, make a of, doesn't make a lick of sense. No. And it undermines Bruce's idea of the Batman by saying that, oh, hey, here's this this thing that someone else came up with many years prior. Nah. Nah. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. The art's good, but it's not enough for me. uh, And and I should say, uh, Eric Gapster... First time seeing his inks, perfect, perfect vibe. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have found anybody better. But it's not enough. Yeah, I, I go back and forth with Phil Hester. Hmm. I like him a lot. I don't know if I like this Phil Hester. Mm. Interesting. I like this. I there, yeah. Uh, there are bits where it's too detailed and it doesn't quite match the style and then there are bits where it's like just right and it just it doesn't it uh, it doesn't always gel the same for me i don't know if that's you know the inks or you know just hester putting in a little bit or uh, you know putting in a little bit more and doing a little bit less panel to panel but yeah, like you say, it's it's good, but it, it it's not quite enough. I'm I'm out for the trade. I'll wait hmm. I'll wait out the trade on this one. I think I might be in the same boat in terms of waiting out the trade. I think I enjoyed it the most out of all of us. Um, hmm. But it this I don't like this story on a month to month basis. Yeah, like this feels like a better trade in my opinion. And it, and it's Tom King. Like like he he gets a lot of rope with me. You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where like I, I almost uh, expect there to be some kind of turn away from this cookie cutter kind of noir story. Um, yeah. In fact, I I hope. But uh, yeah, I expect it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I want to wait month to month. Do we know how long this is? I'm guessing three. I'm three not sure. Oversized issues. Not on the not on the book. So I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, publishers. We got to start putting the of whatever back on the books. Especially if it's a mini series. Like, yeah, if it's a mini, please, right? Yeah. I almost think that they don't do that because the mini series are really uh, potential ongoings most of the time. Yeah, uh, depending Fair. on sales. But okay, uh, let's get out of Gotham and let's get into the swamp. We got Dark Crisis, the Deadly Green. What? What swamp? <laughs> there was right none back in this. into Gotham, baby. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're in, we're in a ring. 
Well, we got to get into the muck talking about this book sure. because sure. there is there's a lot to d- dive into. Let's dive into the six dollar price tag first of all. DC's got to stop doing this. They just have to. This is nuts. This comic book. Let me let me look. Let me look because I'm losing my mind. So Dark yeah. Crisis is six dollars. Okay, yeah, you're paying. Per this is for this. <laughs> this is an event. This is an event comic. High higher price. I get that. This is not. This is a tie-in. It's oversized, but it didn't uh-huh. need to be. Uh-huh. We cannot continue to be charged six dollars for tie-ins and one shots. That's just dumb. Like the company should be paying the artist. Like <laughs> is, uh, why why do I have to pay me per why do I personally have to pay the artist? Or it control like the a... page count. <laughs> or I don't know, tell your story in the main book. Let's just go there instead. So this is uh, this this has three writers on it. Rom V, Alex Pack Packnadel and Dan Waters. Uh, and then we've got four artists. Uh, Daniel Bayless, who did the first first nine pages. Uh, Tom Derenick did pages 10 through 17 and 31 through 39. George Cambates uh, did pages 21 through 25. And then Brett Peoples did 18 to 20, 25 to 30, and 40. Did the book really need all of that? No. No, it. I have, another, to, I have to imagine this is a rush job. Hmm. I, when there's this many artists on a book, um, and you know you're gonna need this many artists because you know, like, oh, this needs to be out in a certain amount of time. Yada yada. At least try and keep the artists to be like per uh, a scene. You know what I mean? Sure. So there's yeah. multiple scenes going like intertwined throughout this. Um. Maybe have somebody do the Constantine stuff. Somebody can do the Alan Scott, you know, Justice League stuff. The other person can be in, you know, in the ring with the Swamp Thing as my cat knocks down my Jar Jar action figure. Um, that's stuff. That's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just the fact that it's so haphazard about who does what just screams like, oh, we just needed this to be out. You know. Yeah. I'm, I meant it was appropriate that your cat was knocking down your Jar Jar figure. Oh no, but... no, 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 no! And he knocked out his gun. I keep my Jar Jar with like an AR-15. Well, he's wow. Gotta, he's got to protect the house. Yeah. Did Well, <laughs> Jar Jar wasn't even, you know, uh, checked mentally for this, you know, America. Um, but So this issues, <laughs> this issue sees a group of heroes, what's left, you know, uh, post-Dark Crisis or in the midst of Dark Crisis. Uh, we've got two Swamp Things. We've got Raven. We've got um, uh, Wonder Wonder Girl. Uh, what's her What's uh, yeah, her name? Uh, Yada Flores. Uh, Yada, Yada yep. Flores. Yeah, we've got John Kent, Nightwing, uh, and Constantine. Oh, and um, uh, <laughs> how can I forget his name? A Jade and um, Obsidian. Jade Obsidian, but also Doctor Fate, Doctor Fate, oh. and Green Lantern. Um, so. They're all basically trying to figure out what the hell's going on. They want to interact with the great darkness. And so they're going to go into the lantern ring and trap it all in there to figure out what's happening. Uh, I go ahead, Tyler. I got a big gripe with this. As you name this, this team, if you have a magic event, don't bring Superman. Like, 
we know, like, it is, everyone knows Superman's, like, other kryptonite is magic. Like, stop Mm -hmm. that shit. That's a dumb idea. Bad move. I don't hate that part. I, I, I like it when Superman fights magic. I just. Did he, though, in this? He didn't even do that. No, he didn't. He He was was irrelevant. Yeah, he fucking did. No, until, until later. At first, he was. Later, he did. He did things. If you want to talk irrelevant, Alec Holland, he shows up in this as Swamp Thing, gets sucked into the ring, and then uh, Levi is like, "Well, he can't. He can't show up here. What did you bring off. him for? He's got nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah, good Mitski that was, song. That was odd. Um. I, I I didn't hate this. I, I want to say that I didn't hate really? this. Hmm. I found things to enjoy because and and it's hard to know who to attribute what to, and and I hate that about comics like this where there's so many creators involved and all that. Like I wish I knew who to say did what, but I did like some of the character uh, exploration. I haven't read a comic book with Raven as a relevant person probably mm-hmm. ever. So it was cool to see her, although I felt like sometimes her dialogue didn't fit what I think she's supposed to be. Isn't she like a younger person? Like uh, she goes back and forth. Okay, yeah, I was sure. Like the Teen Titans or even like Titans Raven is not really comic Raven. Oh, so she's not a kid. No, she's like Nightwing's age. Like she was. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, so I so then that's not a gripe then. That's just my lack of knowledge. Um, but I I liked her anyways. I thought she was really cool. I liked the way that she was kind of the one who had to, you know, keep Superman and Swamp Thing at bay because they were clearly being infected. But she's used to this, so I, I thought she was well utilized. Um, I found myself a little bit annoyed at Swamp Thing. Like he he's just there talking trash. So was Superman, quite frankly. Yeah, well, they were for the first the half of the book. Yeah. Oh, it's more than that. <laughs> like, they they instantly just got so pissed off and started trying to kill Raven. Um, and it was okay, but it lasted a long time. I thought. I thought it was a great uh, way of putting me into the book because I was mad I was reading this. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, um, Can I give it one one thing? Yeah. I believe it's the Bayless art that's in the beginning. I liked a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. That that first scene where they're kind of like getting the the crew together and they're in the the underground of the Justice League. I don't know. I don't know if you guys read Justice League Dark, the Ron B stuff. Very good. Um, but I like the art in that. And then as soon as I got away from it, I'm like, oh, God damn it! I was enjoying yeah. something about this. And I think that this probably exists because DC is their next big event is magic based. They've been they've been pretty open about that. Like that's yeah. where things are, are headed. So it makes sense that these characters would have a part to play. Um, not that all of these characters are magic based, but um, it makes sense that they'd have some part to play. I just wish. Okay, so ultimately, all that happens here is they go and get that machine, Pariah's machine that he created that started the first crisis and I guess has some involvement here. It was stuck, and they brought it out. They took it with them um, out into the real world. But that's kind of it. And given that that hasn't been a factor literally one time, to my recollection, in Dark Crisis, 
it makes this moment feel irrelevant. What did they even... <laughs> what was their goal with it in Dark Crisis? They don't like say they yet. got it. Sorry? They don't say what the goal is with it. Superman just shows oh, up and he's like, hey, hey, I got this thing. I found like, it. cool, cool. Got awesome. Yeah. Editor's note. Yeah. Yeah, there's no Great. plan for it yet. Also, I, I don't ever want to read about fire and brightness and darkness and light and like ever again. Bro, like, oh, can I can I read this yes, yes. line from Obsidian? I don't know if it's the same one you're thinking of, but this bugged me so much. And it's uh, it's what started to drive me crazy about Swamp Thing. I'm flooding him with nightmares. Every moment of panic when you think about losing what's dear to you. Every dark thought that comes to you at 2 a.m. when you can't sleep. He's feeling a lifetime of that all at once. Heavy. Whoa, bro. <laughs> and for me, it was it was more like what Jade and Obsidian were talking about with like, uh all the all that darkness and light stuff like so here we go i'm gonna read a little bit uh this is jade speaking all the light in the world all the fires of civilization they don't make the darkness any less they might hide it it might comfort us but the heart the truth at the heart of it is always the same when it comes down to it there's only us against the dark we have to sit there together back to back in the night and trust that we're enough when the fire goes out we're here, Dad, and we'll be here when the fire goes out. Let them dim. Guys, you're gonna make us lose viewers. Just, just <laughs> doing I, this. It's... I, I, I can't. Like, I can't do it. I, uh, one genuine praise, which I already gave a little praise. Another praise I'll give it though is that I liked Constantine's conversation with the Great Darkness, which I guess manifested itself as the devil or something along I those lines. Try Lucifer. Like actual Lucifer? Yeah, because Dan Waters wrote a Lucifer book. So I was like seeing his name in here. Mm. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And that was Lucifer tempting him with different, you know, was the Upside Down Man and uh, Trigon. Mm -hmm. But was, but how, how did, the, how did he, how did he get there? You're, you're asking me to explain this book. I, I just I assumed know. it was, I, I just thought it was the Great Darkness. Yeah, I th I think you're right. I think it's the embodiment of the darkness. And yeah, and it told him, like that's how they know that the that the darkness is corrupted. I thought, didn't it tell yeah. him some relevant information? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I I enjoyed that part. In any event, uh, I thought that was cool seeing Constantine be tempted with all this stuff and kind of just being like, ah, I don't give a damn about any of this. Um, I enjoyed that part. I like Constantine, uh, which actually you're going to talk about that later. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> and guess who's not here to hear about it. <laughs> wow. Big shot. He'll hear it. He'll hear it. He'll hear it. Wait, why is he not here? It's Wednesday. You know what that means? Capitalism <laughs> <He's> is <fucking. laughs> no. That was he's last getting, week. He's getting, oh, he's fucked. getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I, I, I'm gonna pass. I, I'm gonna have to pass. Yeah, hard I, pass. You kidding me? The price tag alone. 
Yeah. Is it? Is this a Christian Ward cover? I will say the cover's cool. It's a nice yeah. cover. Yeah. It's good looking. But uh, yeah, but then you see the price on it. And then, no, I'm good. Oh, yeah, yeah it might be, actually. And should it be just... called Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, the Deadly Green? Yes, they got it wrong. Um, also, yeah, go ahead. this this Superman merges with Swamp Thing. We fuck it. So he, he does it with Green Lantern. He's going to do it with Swamp uh, with Superman now. Let's just have murder his parents. He'll do it with Batman too. Uh, his uh, dad didn't his dad get murdered? <laughs> in, uh, in, he's halfway there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just. I like I get it. I thought that moment was a little bit cool, but I just was like, wait, hold on. How? Oh yeah, that's right. John's part human. Cause he said I'm merging with the human part of you. I was like, wait, what? Isn't he Kryptonian? But right, he's Lois Lane's his mom. Like I just had to think so much about these characters in that moment that by the time I figured it all out, I was just like, Okay, great. Cool. You have Superman is Krakoan forge armor now. Cool. And how come that worked? How come Raven just telling them, hey, <laughs> guys, you're messed up. How stop asking how. All right. All right. <laughs> this, there is no you, how because there's it. no why. There's no what. There's nothing here. Yeah. Besides darkness. And and we are the light, Tyler, and we are the are light we? that will light the way to get us out of talking about this comic book and talking about Spider-Man. Number Talk one. about my book of the week. Oh, right God. Here. <laughs> really uh, I, okay i guess we, we we collectively didn't have the best time reading comics this week um so before we talk about why we liked or didn't like this particular book uh, i do want to say the creative team so we've got dan slot returning once again if you can believe that to spider-man um to tell a, at least a piece of a spider-man event end of the spider-verse uh, Mark Bagley on pencils, John Dell did the inks, and Edgar Delgado on colors. Um, so this issue kicks off with things that might strike you weird. Spider-Man working for Norman. Spider-Man back to having his um, his armor, his tech, his tech suit, the little spider buddy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was weird. Is is this supposed to be what happened in the six months or whatever? No. It's just, it's another thing. It's oh, coincided with Amazing Spider-Man. I guys, I hate comics. Why are we here? <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I quit. Well, uh, Kale, come on. This is all right. Bagley drawing Spider-Man. Don't don't fucking start, Bat Mark Bagley. <laughs> Mark can't draw his way out of a paper Bagley. Oh no, that's not nice. Yeah, that was a pretty yeah, decent, right. decent, decent, decent. Uh, I loved this there, issue right. from an art perspective, dude. Uh, I think Bagley's Peter Parker is like definitive for me. No, nuts. in general, no, I yes. got eyes. I got Listen. three of them. My third eye open, Kale. There you Ugh. go. Stay woke. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think some of the the new character designs here were really cool, like uh, Shathra, the the who appears to be one of the villains of this piece. I really like that design. Um, you know, we got the return of Morlin, who has become a character that. Go ahead. Just the just the Rhino. 
It's just all Moreland is now. Just just show up for whatever. People like Moreland though. I like his hair. His hair looking good. Look at those thighs, dude. Yo. Crazy. Yeah, those thigh highs, man. Slay. 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 And I I like how when he first steps out of the portal, like he leads with his thighs. And his like yeah. his boots, the thigh high yeah. boots, like Steps that's into the club purse first, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing about this book is that like Dan Slott's Spider-Man dialogue is so on point. Like it's just the right amount of snappy, it's the right amount of jokey. He he manages to always slide those tidbits of 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 moments that you care about, like when Spider-Man rescues the 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 mom and 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 kid and. You know, like, I, I really like that little bit there. Um, I'm on record as not liking the Spider-Verse. I don't I don't care about as a it. a concept? Yeah. Okay. You give yeah. me Peter Parker defending New York from, you know, the villains, and I'm all in. But once you get into, like, spider totems and you get into other dimensions and all that, like, I'm off. So this whole event is not for me at all. But this one issue I really liked. I've learned to like the Spider-Verse as a mm. thing. I don't care much for the idea of like the totems being a thing. Yeah. You know, or like the inheritors or these people searching for this, th- these totems and using their life essence to maintain their beautiful locks. Like, uh, like that I don't care much for, but the idea of the Spider-Verse I like. Um, yeah. That it just, it's like this archetype uh, that, that exists everywhere in the multiverse. Um, I enjoy that. Um, I'm kind of getting the part I don't like in this. But um, there's an interesting twist on it. I mean, can we spoil the twist? It's a, it's a spoiler show, right? Yeah, um, full spoilers. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, skip ahead 30 seconds. The twist is uh, Moreland's the, uh, helping Spider-Man in this, and uh, the Spider-Verse characters are fighting him. So, Total uh, Terminator vibes. Yeah. Oh, true, mm. true. Yeah. Uh, I like that. It was pretty transparent, but I liked it. I didn't like what happens in this book. Go ahead. When I say don't like, I mean, like, I like this issue. Uh, it was my pick of the week. Um, I didn't like it because um, something bad happens to Spider-Woman. Um, oh. I don't know what happens. There's no way they kill her off. There's no way. Um, I, I say that, and then who knows? There could be a fucking way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, no, that's, like, one of my top ten characters. Don't do that, please. Um, <laughs> Wow. I think, you know, I think if you would have asked me my top 10 Marvel characters in 2006, I would have had Spider-Woman on that list. Oh, she's gotten even more. She's gotten even better since. Whole mother, the mother arc. Yeah, uh, I, I was turned layers. off by the costume. They, they, yeah, I feel like she, they she did her dirty. Back. She gets it back. It's fine. Yeah. Some good porcupine in that too. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, the Spider-Man noir fake out got me actually. Do you hear Nick Cage when you see Spider uh, Spider Noir now? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't even remember that he was the voice of him in the movie. I couldn't care less. To be fair, my internal monologue is always Nick Cage, um, but that's just how I get through <laughs> the day to day. I'd rather not know that than know that about you. I think I used to sleep on a Nick Cage pillowcase. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Give me one more. Mm. One more Nick Cage related fact about you, Tyler. Um, oh, I know that. Did you, Sean? Did you know he's an Oscar-winning actor, best actor actually? No, for what? No, no, that's not what I asked for. Uh, specifically with me? Yeah. Uh, I have a. You I slept had a Nick, on. An... I had a, I had a Nick Cage COVID mask during the height of COVID. It got a lot of comments. There on it that. is. 
Yeah. There it is. Had all his his famous faces, uh, like the the Wicker Man one with the bee the bee cage. You know, not the bees. You know, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this was great. I think if you like the Spider Verse stuff, you'll probably find something in this event for you. Dan Slot rarely misses when it's Spider Man. Um, it's got those moments that you come to Dan Slot Spider Man books for. It's got some stuff that has me confused. I don't understand the Norman Peter angle at all, but I don't think we're supposed to. Um, we're getting and I was curious soon. Yeah, I was curious to see what's going to happen with Shathra, but I know that I'm never going to read another issue of this run. Like Yo. this event, <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I thought that was yeah. Lady Blackheart. That oh, that would have been cool as shit. I love Blackheart, man. Yes. Yes, I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Mephisto son? Blackheart? From the Marvel vs. Capcom uh, 2? I know Blackheart, yeah. Who's Lady Blackheart? Oh, I just thought it was a Damn. female Blackheart. Oh, just, oh, yeah. oh, oh okay. Yeah, I don't know. This bugs me overall because it feels like the Spider-Verse again. Or still. And, and now it's with the addition of Shathra, who now also has some giant cosmic significance and it just to me it just feels like rehashing over and over and over again and i'm just tired of it i'm sure i'll be excited about the spider verse again when the the film comes out but for now i am very done with it it was supposed to be coming out in a month like i was like one of the original release dates Mm. actually um kind of wild though that this is the first time slot and bagley work together at least on Spider-Man. I don't know if it's the first time they've ever worked together, but it was like a big deal. It was like, hey, wow. these two have never crossed paths creatively. That can't be true. It's hard to believe, but I, you know. No, that was like one of the big selling points when they announced it. Mm. Like, huh. These tight titans of Spider-Man finally joining forces to draw that new Miles Morales costume. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Bagley drawing the OG suit. Yeah. Uh, life story. Does it there. Uh, Oh, right. Wait. It gets the money. Really? Um, yeah. Spider-Man life story? It gets the miles at the the end there, yeah. It, it, it gets two miles, but it's not that uh, it's not that suit. It's a different one. Oh, is it? I thought it was a more yeah. traditional take. Okay. Could be wrong. Uh, this was my book of the week out of the books that we read for the show. Tim. Uh are you going to ask if you my... have to have one? <laughs> yeah. Do I, you one, don't have, do I have to. to? No, of course you not. You just say Junkyard Joe. Uh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even read it, but yeah, that's what it is. You didn't read that ever? No, I did it? read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just I didn't read it this week. Yeah. It counts. Hey, it came out this week. So it's true. It could be your we, we would have read it for the show if we didn't get special access, and it would have been, you know, our all of our picks of the week, so. I don't. I don't know about that. Maybe no? not the first issue. They were, the reason I like it so much is because we got the chance to read ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Wait, you would. I mean, you would have picked it over this crop, no? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, you got me there. All right. Uh, so that's it for our book reviews this week. But the show's not over. We still have <laughs> another book <laughs> review. Well, we. <laughs> So I've got Comic Stag, which is a segment where one of the pals 
tags another one of the pals with a book to read. And that person has to come on the show the following week, traditionally, to uh, essentially review the book that they read. Uh, now, I was tagged by Marco, who is not here this week. And if you if you are new to us, you've never seen Marco. <laughs> um, He's like my I mean, the girlfriend guy's in Canada. Yep, I broke Sean again. Yep. There it is. Yep, yep. While he was drinking too, that was a, oh that was my a risky God. maneuver on my part. That's funny. Um, but Marco tagged me to read Hellblazer, uh, John Constantine Hellblazer, number one, or as many as I could get through. I got through number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is by uh, Cy Spurrier with art by Aaron Campbell, uh, Jordi Belair. And uh, who else is on the creative team? I think that's it. Um, we get to the Matias Bagara <laughs> issues, which are off. So good. Now, I I knew I had read this before. I think I described it badly the last time we, we did the show. But I, I had read this already. Um, it was on everybody's list of, like, best comics in 2019 or 2020, whatever. So I was like, let me see what all the hype is about. And I had read it at the time. I reread it for this, and I felt the exact same. I did not like it. I, I, this, the voice that Cy Spurrier has for these characters is not something that I will ever be able to get into. I can't get into the like British, what, Cockney, uh, uh, Scout, Scouse, Scouse, the Liverpudlian accent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I, a, I can't, it, I can't rock with that, Sean. It's like a Zach Gibson from uh, NXT. If you, uh, right, yeah, that's the kind of that's what I what I hear in my head. I, 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 I couldn't even let myself hear it in my head. It, for me, it's grating. Um, I just, it's just too try, much. Yeah, hey, try living here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would never choose that for myself. I can't. Um. You know, the Aaron Campbell are Aaron Campbell is a genius and so talented. And I, I just love um, what he did in this book so much. Like, and, you know, obviously, like the colors are so good and so dynamic. Um, there's a lot of weird scenes in this book. And there's like colors that don't even necessarily make sense in the same space. Like the, the, the like there's like these whites and then there's these purples and blacks and it's all this different mess of stuff. And I really like that. I just wish I liked the dialogue more, but I can't get into it. It's for me, it's impenetrable. Sean, um, uh, yeah. Re- refresh my memory on the first issue. Is that like the like Santeria type shit? With like the yeah, the there's some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, there's some weird shit going on with like this dude who's got like I don't know if he's I don't know if he's tattooed in his like his body, but he's got like all these lines running across his body, and they capture Swamp Thing and. All this bullshit, man. I. It's been a while. Not, I'm sorry, not Swamp Thing, Constantine. Okay, I've, right. I've Swamp Thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't. Man, I, I, I don't really remember don't Swamp Thing in this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like. I, I don't know, man. I wish you could stick with this because I'll be honest, Sean. It was a tough read for like the first two issues for me. Mm. And then as it kind of gets into it and, and, it, and you kind of stick with it and you kind of see like, oh, this is kind of a. Uh, it's kind of a Buffy thing where it's a monster week situation. Um, and then uh, different artists come in. There's a really fun Matias Bergara arc where there's like uh, essentially going to be like Constantine's um, replacement shows up. 
and he's mm. like a hipster. He's having avocado toasts. Mm. He has like a top knot. Uh, it's fun, and it's yeah. fun seeing that dynamic yeah, 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 yeah. there. There's a there's a weird thing where these like the elite of England are having an orgy against the this giant giant, and they're like they like cut holes in him and they they fuck the holes in this giant. It's it's there's weird shit that happens in this. It's essentially the rich fucking England, quite literally. Um, and uh, oh okay, yeah. I, I got I yeah. Get it. yeah. Um, it, it gets really good. I really enjoyed it. it I, I kind of felt they got uh you know uh, uh uh like somebody took a editorial took a bat to the knees on it because there was that kind of overarching story about old constantine in the background that yeah. um, kind of gets quickly resolved towards oh. the end there um but uh pretty well done either way i really enjoy this figured i'd talk since marco's not here fair enough yeah. <clears throat> uh i hope that i never get tagged with Anything resembling this oh, man. again. I'm going to find the issue that's good and tag you with it. No, man. Let me <laughs> let me have fun. Why do you guys always have to tag me with bullshit? Every time. Every you, time what, I get you tagged. You so much stuff. Yeah, okay, right. So let me read something again that I like. All right, I'll find it. Oh, well, whenever it's my time, I'll find something you like. I got you. I know, I know what you like. It's what I like. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to tag Marco with something good. Because that's what I do. Uh, wait, should I tag? He's not even here. Uh, typically, our rule has been you can't tag someone who's not here. God damn. Typically, it, but but yeah, you're huh. right. I had. You, we also yeah. run the show, so that's true. <laughs> I'm, he should have. He's not here. He should have homework. I'm he tagging Marco to read the first two issues of New Avengers by Brian Bendis. That's the tag. Hmm. Some some candy for right. him, yeah. yeah. Some good candy. Is exactly. that um, New Avengers? That is that Frank Cho? No, no, he did Mighty, right? No, no, um, that's Finch. Uh, Finch. 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 Is, it, is it Finch? Yes. Finch. Yep. On the first one, okay. I know the covers yep. are at least Finch. That yes. Right now. That's, oh, no, that, that's seared into my memory. Yes. Insides are they're Finch. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I obviously can't tag you guys with that, and I don't have a backup tag, so that's that's, that's what tag. I had. But. I think he'll enjoy that. And if he doesn't, well, then he's fired. <laughs> Sean, he controls I mean, the money. Damn, is that, that it? <laughs> yes. Come on. There, there, we have to bond over something. And, and I think I'm drawing the line at New Avengers. Been trying to get fired for six years. That's all. Can we talk about pals polls for next week? Yes, let's do it. All right. So next week, I am pulling the final issue. Of Once in Future. This is Once in Future number 30 from Boom Studios. Oh. Um, mm. Guys, the fact that, 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 a, that a book that the creative team is Kieran Gillen, Dan Mora, and Tamara bon, Bonvillain, Bonvillain, um, that's a crazy team. And it's flying over on, under like so many people's radars. It's so good. Um, it's just like mythology, uh, specifically like British mythology. Uh, if you told that in a bombastic kind of uh, monster hunter kind of story. It's really good. And uh, it's been coming to close for a while. Like it's, it's meant to end this way and I'm excited for it. So the thing that's always fascinated me about this book, and I haven't read any of it is that Dan Mora is on yeah. this fantasy book. You think a Dan big, Mora interior book would be like big news, you know, like world's yeah, finest. Yeah. 
Well, and just it's it's uh, it's so not, I guess, what you think of when you think of fantasy. It's not. Yeah. You know, his style or whatever. It's just so clear. It's so crisp. Mm. I would I would also argue uh, the actual what what happens in the book is not what you normally think of when it comes to fantasy. This is very oh, Arthurian lore. Uh, there's Arthurian yeah. lore here, and it gets weird. It's Gillen. Mm. So it, Man, the I idea of story. Um, Kale, I think you'd like it not only because on uh, the main character kind of looks like you. You keep saying that. Eh, give it a look. Uh, and then I'm also I, want, I also want to check out uh, Christopher Cantwell and Pascal Ferrion, Namor the Submariner. Oh, Shores, number one. Wow, how did I not see that? That's crazy. I feel like that came very quickly, like from announcement to coming out. But time is weird. Time is a weird soup. So it's also a flat circle. Yes. Mm. Don't know if you heard. It's a plate of soup. Not a good receptacle for soup. Mm, yeah. What's next? Next up. Kale, Batman, Batman versus Robin, number two. Do Sean first. Uh, is, is this how the order is? Sorry. All right. <laughs> uh, Batman versus Robin, number two. I'm, I, I am enjoying this. I, I'm really enjoying Mark Wade's uh, return to DC. I want to see what's up with Damien. Um, I want to see how the the magic and junk is mixed up. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I also like the this cover. It has to be a, like an homage to uh, Batman and Robin, right? With that that kind of yellow. Yeah, to the, yeah, to some degree, yeah. That yellow just screams Morrison's Batman and Robin to me. Oh, yeah. I see. Um, and he also Adam the beginning. Uh, this is a uh, boy. The creative team is interesting. Uh, original idea by Osamu Osamu Tezuka. Concept by Masami Yuki and art by Tetsuro Kashara. So, I have an announcement. Oh! Uh, this is uh, the book, one of the books that I have been uh, lettering and teasing through the past few weeks um, on the, the main show. I lettered this book and I lettered the upcoming common writer Kuga books. Um, they're both very good and very well lettered, if I can say so. <laughs> um, I would appreciate it if you went and bought it. Um, I have been paid for them, so it's not you know a huge deal. But I'll get to do more, um, and that would be cool as shit. I got to say, uh, Kel, you got your, your credits on a cool robot manga with a cat and a common Rider book. How's that feel? My man... If I don't get to do anything else, upset. Like I did cool. I, when I took this opportunity, I said it's a common writer book. That's it. Like yeah. if I don't get another comic ever again, I've done it. Longtime wow. listeners of the show will know uh, Kale, uh, kind of a common writer fan. A kind of a fan. Yeah. Uh, Adam is a. Uh, a book about uh, two, I don't know, teens that build a, a kick-ass robot. And the first book is very, uh, it's a tournament. And uh, the second book is like the second half of the tournament and also um, a high-speed chase 
with robots. Hmm. And I'm lettering the third book as we speak. Nice. nice. Um, I do highly recommend it. The Tezuka art is really cool. Um, and uh, uh, it goes cool places. Congratulations. That's that's amazing. Um, and uh, maybe we should do it on the show. You think we should? Will that be a conflict of interest for me? I mean, yeah, but... We'll okay. talk, to talk to HR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you're picking up Batman Incorporated, number one. So listen, this is real simple. <laughs> I see Ed Brisson's name on a comic book. I buy it. That's not the simple I was expecting. I was expecting I see Batman mm. Inc. I buy it. Yeah. Um, That's actually thinking. not the case uh, traditionally because I feel like Batman Inc. hasn't always been interesting post-Morrison. But Brisson's a name that to me means quality. So I Batman Inc. is a part of the draw, but I would not be as inclined to buy this and certainly not to you know make it my pull for the week if ed brisson's name wasn't attached so uh, thank i'm, you for I'm the, really uh, excited thank you for the follow johan johan x prime appreciate it oh thank you so much making venom pop up on the screen we love that yeah. uh venom from marvel versus capcom nice the the logo for this batman incorporated looks good pretty sick i will say some of my favorite like more recent characters around here i love uh, Ghostmaker, it's a it's a, a oh, yeah creation, great Clown Hunter. I'm still kind of eh on, but uh, I don't know if you guys ever read um the uh, oh god uh, the Knight and Squire mini. This is like right after yeah. Can you? Uh, it was Paul Cornell. Did Paul Cornell? Yes, thank you, Co. Uh, it was written by him. Fantastic. But now um yeah. Squire is the new knight. So like seeing yeah. him back, oh, one of my favorite like. Lesser known DC characters. I love. I love Knight. Mine. How could you mine not? was. Mine was the. Is he? Is he the Night Runner? The French, the French one? one. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. I like him a lot. And you know what? Batman doesn't need a multiverse to have a whole bunch of Batman. Mm-hmm. That's it. In the main Earth. Yeah. That's it, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to send us a book that you think we should read, if you want to make a recommendation. Hit us up anywhere. Social media is fine. Discord is amazing. You can leave a comment on YouTube on this video. Anywhere that you can reach out to us, anywhere there's a comment box, you let us know what book you're looking forward to next week and that you think we should read. And we will consider it as we consider everybody's uh, recommendations. Um, I think we might need to uh, to, uh, uh, employ a little bit more um, final say but um <laughs> but uh and thank you nihilist for the recommendation as always um we will consider all books that you guys you know think we should read so send the, send those on over uh next week this show will resume its normal live schedule of 6 p.m every single thursday 6 p.m eastern um twitch.tv slash the comics pals once again sunday is when we're going to do our main show, 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern. So stay tuned for that. Definitely want to follow us on social media. We're going to post a ton of content. We'll let you guys know there when we're going to do the main show. You'll get to TikTok. Yes, TikTok. Absolutely. You'll get to see um, 
all the interviews and stuff we're doing. You can kind of, if you're not going to Comic-Con, you can kind of go with us through social. So come hang out. It'll be fun. No, Kale, you don't, you don't think. Doesn't uh, even sound like something I would want to do. <laughs> all right. Wow. You don't want to hang out with us, Kale? I, Kale, I've never, have I, I've never seen you in person, have I? No, I guess we haven't. <laughs> no, it feels weird oh, saying that. Actually. Is that yeah. true? No, I guess we yeah. haven't. Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, I know we've had to have been in spitting distance to each other. That much. I, I don't think so, dog. I, I don't think, think so. so. Did you work the, I've uh, never... the, the booth at a, a certain company that we don't talk about? Uh, it, only in Philly. That first year oh, we went really? to Philly okay. is the only you time I did it. Yeah. You didn't work at New York Comic Con. Got it. Right, because were you, no. you, weren't, you weren't there yet uh, for NYCC? I don't think so. Yeah, no. that makes sense. Oh, wow. And then by the by the next NYCC, everything collapsed. <laughs> yeah, Got that it. was fun. Huh. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, uh, YouTube.com slash the Comics Pals. Subscribe for free. Like the video. Share with your friends. All that's free to do. Helps out a lot more than it costs you. Go watch or listen to the Blackest Night book club that we put out. Yeah, uh, that is that is out everywhere. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, all that good stuff. A little, a little tidbit to that. Uh, listen to it or watch it because Kale tells a nice personal story about uh, uh, how that book oh, yeah. relates to <laughs> his prom. I, did I tell Jeff that? I almost told Jeff that. You didn't. You didn't. Oh, no. very glad I didn't. Oh, you can. Uh, you know, you can reach out to him. You can now. Maybe I'll say. Maybe I'll say it for when we're working together. There you go. Uh, go. Patreon.com/slash The Comics Pals, where for as little as three dollars a month, you can get access to our newsletter. And you get a lot of other cool stuff. So go on and check check out our uh, our Patreon page. Uh, there's an exclusive show over there um, where we talk about whatever we feel like talking about. It's a really fun time. Uh, go give that a listen. Thank you so much for listening. For Kale and Tyler, I'm Sean saying the Comics Pals are signing off. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. See you next week.